Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You get a little bit of a twofer today. Last night, I was sitting around, and obviously, like, the, the football season, the regular season came to a close. And I was sitting around like, oh, yeah, I, I guess for the last 17 weeks, I've been watching Monday Night Football on Monday night. What am I going to watch now? It struck me around 6 o'clock that I wasn't going to see that. And then I kind of looked. I'm not. Can I just tell you, I am so not here for college basketball. I'm barely here for the NBA. Like, I'm enjoying watching the NBA a little bit, and I'm enjoying watching the Bulls so far, like, be a little bit more successful than I was expecting. But I am not here for college basketball. I don't know why. I think, well, you know what, let's explore it a little bit. I think part of it is I've never been too big of a fan of early season college basketball to begin with. And now that we're in January where it's more traditionally conference play, I'm with it a little bit more usually. But my issue is that this doesn't – with football, you can suspend disbelief that this is the right thing to do. But with basketball, with it being indoors – it's hard for me to continue to be okay with them playing basketball. I felt like Coach K brought up some really good points about that a few weeks ago, and it, strangely enough, it's been shouted down, which I was not expecting. I thought there would be a much bigger rally of people who thought, it's not a great idea to keep doing this to student-athletes. And you add that to kind of the blatant disregard for health that Justin Fields had in the national semifinal, and it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. So I've, I had one of, my, one of my old producers, Eli Herskovich, hit me up and asked me, was I watching Alabama basketball? And I was like, no, I mean, because I, DePaul's kind of my team, and as far as basketball goes, like I don't have a football team. So Alabama becomes my football team because I went to grad school at Alabama, but I already had a basketball team. So I don't need another one with Bama basketball. Anyway, my point is, is that it hasn't risen to the level where I feel like I need to stop and watch. Like I knew, I know who some of the good players are in college basketball. And I think Luca Garza is a lot of fun at Iowa but 
I'm not here for it. I also don't quite understand why the entire NCAA tournament has to be held in Indianapolis. I'm struggling with that. I feel like you could do the regional thing and hold the games. Like you could have a South, an East, a Southwest, and a Midwest regional. And you could have all 16 teams or however they're going to do this. All 16 teams be in a regional. And then at the end of it, you send the four teams that win to Indianapolis. I, I'm not sure that having everyone in one city would be better, but I don't know. This really didn't start out to be a podcast about college basketball. I apologize because that wasn't the point of the podcast. The point was that with no NFL to watch last night, I was jumping around like House of Pain trying to figure out what it is I was going to do, whether I was going to head to the streaming services. Like, There's still some Star Trek that I need to catch up on. I've actually really enjoyed Discovery. And then I, I was like, okay, well, there's some stuff on Netflix that I wanted to watch too. But a funny thing happened to me, and I don't know if this ever happens to you, but it happened to me. I'm flipping around, and I'm like, oh, man, Infinity War, the end of Infinity War is on it was on tnt last night and i said well well hell if they're showing infinity war i i i wonder if they're gonna also then show endgame right after it and damn it if they didn't i was so excited i was like okay got my plans for the rest of the night sure i've seen infinity war and endgame probably 15 times by this point and you know what I still enjoyed it. And here's the weird part. The weird part is that I have Disney+. Plus. I can watch Endgame, Infinity War, anytime that it's on. But there was something special about it being on television. And even with commercials, I was like, I'm going to watch these two movies. Now, I went for a walk in the middle of, of Endgame. Because I'm trying to make sure that I stay active during this pandemic. And after having all the issues with my back, I was like, this, it's a good idea to, to get out and be mobile and, and be walking. So I did that and I came back. I do know that there were some people who were able to sync up Endgame on New Year's. They synced it up so that when the clock strikes midnight, you have I'm Iron Man. Right. So which I thought was I saw some of those videos and I thought it was really funny that they did that. It's just amazing to me, like what that movie, like what they were able to accomplish with those two movies. So I ended up having conversations like text conversations with friends about what Infinity War more so than Endgame, but Infinity War did to us as an audience now growing up the infinity gauntlet was one of my favorite like it was the first like epic comic book experience that i had as a youngster and the idea of thinking cosmically on that level was huge for me like it expanded my mind 
to have that. So I kind of, I mean, I, I knew how things were going to play out during Infinity War. For the most part. I think that audiences were so struck at the darkness of the subject matter and how it played out in Infinity War that they weren't sure what to do with it. And I remember watching Infinity War at the the theater in Chatham off 87th and the Dan Ryan. And I remember how quiet things were as the movie ends even when you get the the extra scene where Nick Fury pages Captain Marvel there was a palpable like silence and sadness that happened and it's interesting because even watching it in my home last night I was reliving that which really tells you how wonderful of a movie-going experience that was, that it still lingers with us, that, that feeling. And, and I've made the assertion that at the beginning of Endgame, the audience is, the avatar for the audience in Endgame isn't Captain America, it's Thor. Every Marvel fan that was watching Endgame had that same kind of sadness and anger that Thor had. Him brooding in the corner at Avengers Tower. Him brooding there and Iron Man asking, like, what's wrong with him? Like, he feels like we lost. And I I felt that beyond it being a really great, arc for Chris Hemsworth to do I thought that he he was so good like from from the time we get to Ragnarok to the end of I guess you could that you could call it a trilogy if you put Ragnarok Infinity War and Endgame together that character is so likable and he's so human which is weird since he's an Asgardian god I thought Hemsworth played it incredibly well. And then I'm watching Endgame and you think about like all the joy that came out of it. Like this roller coaster of emotions that you have to go on from the end of Ragnarok where it's dark as hell to all through Infinity War where the movie ends with Thanos just kind of sitting there smiling at what he had done, like the gravity of it. It was fun to relive that, even, even catching it with commercials, even catching it on a television platform, I still really enjoyed it. And I ended up having like a great Monday night because one of my favorite movies just happened to be on television. And I think that the shared experience, like realize I didn't even tweet it out. I should have tweeted it out for people who would have wanted to share it. But the idea that there were other people like me, 
that were like, oh, look at this. Infinity War and Endgame are on. It was a solid four-hour babysitting block for me, and I am completely grateful for it. Thanks for listening.